Now we return you to the test card and some music. Welcome to the Pilot Take 87, a weekly podcast reviewing the pilot episodes of television shows, past and present. He is Jed Shepherd, And that guy is AJ the Third. RJ the Third, sorry. I mean, seriously? <laughs> Dyslexia. <laughs> it's catching up on me. 87 weeks we've been doing this, and you still don't know AJ. who I am. I used to have a website, and it was nicknamed it was AJ, it was Audio Junkies. Why was that? Where did that come from? I have no idea. Blimey, that's a recess of your brain that's just. AJ the third. AJ the third. Why not? Oh, it could be. Do you have a do you, do just, you have a family member that starts with A? No. I mean, yeah, cousin, but not J. He's AS. Oh, Jesus, I've messed this you up. Might morally, just we just scra- 87. Let's scrap this episode. Should we just not bother? What are we going to do? We were going to do uh, Jam and what was the other one? Little Britain. Just scrap this episode. To start you, again. you sure? No, no. Just, <laughs> let's do it. Because I'm not going to lie to you, mate. What the hell have you made me watch this week? <laughs> well, I think it actually, this start, this surreal start, kind of fits in pretty well. Yeah, it does actually, because it's... Have you turned me down as well? Yeah, because you were just... <laughs> Honestly, what you... I mean, we'll get into the episode in just a second, but what was yeah. the second comment I've made? The <laughs> F, basically. Yeah. Yeah, what the F. Well, we'll get on for a second, uh, Rob Jelly the third. Um, how has your week been? Uh, yeah, not bad at all. Thank you very much. It's been a um, has there been too much time between the, this one and the last one. No, no, we haven't. We've 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 hung out fairly recently. Um, <laughs> so uh, I've been for a wee. You have, and yeah. I've had a biscuit, and uh, and I told you about some of my comedy um, uh, sort of projects I'm working on now. Before we record this, we were watching um, various different sketches, classic yep. sketches, yep. because Rob has got another idea for his oh, yeah. BBC radio show. Indeed I have. Um, uh, last year, you'll yep. remember back in uh, March of 2018, all that mm-hmm. time ago, yep. I did a, a challenge for sport relief. Crazy. Yeah. How Fif- many sports did you do? 20 sports in 15 hours and 12 locations. Any water sports? <clears throat> Synchronised swimming. Wow. Canoeing. That's right. I saw the video, yeah. Uh, we did some canoeing. Mm-hmm. As well, and uh, I think that was it actually for water sports. Jump out of a plane? No, not really a sport. Health and safety. Yeah, uh, and it's not really a sport. Uh, so yeah, I did that last year, and I want to do something this year similarly. But uh, there is no sport relief this year. It's yeah. comic relief Excellent. this year. So coming up with a comedy idea for something, mm-hmm. a challenge, obviously. Right. Um, so it's given. It's been given the green light from the boss. Wow, which is amazing. Okay. I, I genuinely thought she was going to go. And now you're prime time have, rather have than... No. <laughs> you're prime time now, so... Well, yeah, exactly, um, which is quite exciting. So watch this space. Once I've got some stuff actually firmed up in yep. pen, then I'll uh, I'll tell you what it is. But uh, did... right now, working on some content for it. Yeah. We did watch a sketch, <clears throat> a Sesame... Because, you know, we love Sesame we Street love Sesame here Street at the Pilot Podcast. Oh, God. And we watched a sketch with Bert and Ernie from Sesame Street. We did. Um, Google it if you get the chance. Look it on YouTube, and it's called "Boy, Am I Thirsty?" Yeah, Am I Thirsty? Thirsty. Yeah, and just watch it. It's three minutes. Brilliant. It's comedy genius. Gold. Yeah, absolute gold. All it is is Ernie's thirsty. Bert's in bed, and Ernie's. Oh boy, am I thirsty? If there's one thing I'm more than tired. It's thirsty. <laughs> it's amazing. Brilliant. I'd never seen it before. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been a treat to me this evening. 
They are amazing. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll hear about that. What have yeah. I been up to? I don't know. What have you been up to? I don't know. Since last time, just more film stuff. I guess if you just follow me on Twitter, you can see. Don't, do you know what? I've noticed this year, in 2019, yeah. I don't post that much. And I quite like that. I feel like people give too much of their life. Instagram is full of lies. People put their fake lives up. Yep. This, If you look at someone's Instagram, that's not real. That's not real. People are just portraying what they want people to think. That's not your real life. Your real life is admin, bills, stepping on a, a bit of stickle brick. Taking the rubbish out on a Wednesday morning, finding out the bag split at the bottom yeah. and getting like, you know, bin juice all over your porch. Exactly. Bin juice. The, yeah. It should bin just be, juice is the reality to it. Yeah. Bin it needs to be on Instagram for real life. Yeah. Just bin juice. <clears throat> but it needs to be monitored. Yeah. So if anything is put up there that's suspiciously not like real life, it's exactly. just taken down. Because real life isn't just sunsets, no. flower, floral displays. Having a shave and missing one of those hairs high up on your cheekbone and then getting to work and realising you're like, oh my God, come on. Yeah. And just having like vomit sometimes on you for no reason. Yeah, going to work with your shirt on the wrong way around. Yeah, that's real life. So I've... I've your heel of your shoe falling off. I mean, that's happened to me. jelly, like... I've been, your what, heel's falling off your shoe. What's what, going on? Literally, the actual back part of my boot... The heel, not even completely fallen off, yeah. just half of it. And I don't mean half as in, like, in a sort of horizontal fashion. If you sliced, if you went to try and cut my foot off as yeah. I was walking, and I just stepped a bit too quickly, and you just skimmed the bottom of my heel. Could it be a metaphor? Because you, know you know in wrestling... For what? In wrestling, the heel is the bad guy. So you've cut something negative out of your life. Oh. For 2019, maybe. Oh, what was that then? I don't know, have you gone vegan? No, then you're then you're the enemy. Um, <laughs> well, I'm joking. So uh, yeah, and like I don't really post on on Twitter that much. Only if I have something really important to say. I always think of it as if I read this from someone else, would I laugh? Yeah. Or, or or get something or or obtain something that I didn't know before. Learn mm. something or laugh. Learn, which is almost like the so BBC's like, remit. Well, sort of, yeah. But I mean, I, I don't do it in my show. Like, so when I'm sharing out, like you know, people's uh, skills yeah. and their, you, and you use it for for, for positive work. reasons, yeah, yeah, like work, people's but... live music and theatre shows that are going on. Yeah, let's give them a plug, you know, because then people can just come to my Twitter page and find the information yeah. for it, which is always quite a handy little spot to find stuff from. So I use it for that and yeah. occasional witty banter. When is, when is this episode going out, by the way? Uh, this will be out on the 16th of January. Okay, so this is the 16th, so on Friday the 18th yeah. of Jan, if you're in London, please come and see uh, Salt playing at the London Short Film Festival. Wow, you kept that one quiet. You didn't even tell me. Yeah, I just remembered. Uh, <laughs> it's at the London Short Film Festival. This is what I have to deal with on a weekly basis. <laughs> uh, yeah, because it's on the mid. It's the midnight screen, midnight madness. Oh, um, you don't want to watch that at midnight. You'll give you terrifying yeah. dreams. But it's alongside a lot of other amazing like short films, uh, Cat Calls by uh, a great director called Kate um, Dolan. Then you've got um, Right Place, Wrong Tim. Uh, by Eros Vlahos, um, who's another great director, and some other ones. And then the next day, I'm popping over to Berlin because there's another... What did I say last week? <laughs> no. He always does this, doesn't he? And he said to me, we went, no, I don't. And now he's doing it already in the next week. But this is for people who listen in Germany, potentially. If you're in Berlin and you're like, oh, you always screen stuff in London or like the UK or LA. Why don't you screen something in Berlin? Well, now I am. It's at the Berlin... British Shorts Film Festival or something. Okay. And again, all those films are, are showing there as well. Um, at the Sputnik Kino Cinema in 
Kreisberg, Berlin. Fun to say and fun to go to. Yeah, so so come along to that. It's at midnight again, and I'll be there. Such a show off. With uh, my salt. Well, if all right, just because I feel like I'm like losing out to you a little bit here. Um, by yep. the way, I had a chat with Kit Harrington a few go- days ago. How'd that go? I don't know because I'm I'm saying this before I actually did it, but it was two week two a couple of days ago before the episode comes out. People call him Fit Kit, don't they? I don't know. I don't. Do I don't do? get to see him. I'm you don't, be... You've never watched Game of Thrones, have you? Nope. We haven't done the pilot of Game of Thrones. Nope. If you just realised that, I've been deliberately avoiding it. Because hmm. I was hoping that what we might be able to do is do Game of Thrones the week that the finale is on. Okay, that's a good idea. That means I have to watch eight seasons in a week. Can you get Kit Harrington to say something? Can you get Kit to say something about the pilot podcast? I'll try. And then we, can, we can slot it in. I'll try. I think she should try quite hard. That, that'd I'll, be good. I'll give it my best shot. Yeah. Or even just like... Uh, something like well it's not like I'm going to take 15 minutes up of the interview talking about Game of Thrones I've got no idea exactly. what's going on you'll be stuck for things after 5 minutes you'll be just like name's funny isn't it same, same as Knight Rider card well that's what, was, that's what I was going to start with what I was, was going to start with the Knight Rider car oh really what I was going to say I was just going to ask is your mum and dad a fan they like the Hoff do they Michael yeah Kit do you have a watch that talks that's what you used to say mm. Does your car talk? I might talk to him about Knight Rider for 15 minutes and yeah. see what happens. It's just been, no, oh, oh, sorry. And then just gets I, in and go, oh, I've just realised you're not that kit. Are you not the are you not the car? Oh, God damn it. That would be great if you could I mean, just do that. I mean, if, would you get sacked? No. Perfect, it's just like, do it then. <laughs> I'm wondering how long he'll keep going and, and pretending. I think he would put on the voice. I'm wondering how long he... Uh, this is the part... Of, sorry, we'll get to the podcast in a yeah. minute. Um, I, this is what I've been wondering... Um, since we got it booked, I'm thinking everybody is going to ask him about being Jon Snow in yeah, Game of Thrones. Now, I'm, I'm aware of his character in it. I know he's in it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk to him about Game of Thrones. Number one, he's not coming on to talk about Game of Thrones anyway. He's coming on to talk about the theatre production he's in at the moment. Yeah. So we'll talk about that. He got married recently as well. He got he? married last year. That's yeah, right. To, yeah, to other... one of the casting game. Yeah. I don't know. It's lovely. Someone told me this. Yeah. Um, and so I thought, yeah, well, I, I, you know, I've got no Game of Thrones like chit chat to have with him because yeah. I don't watch it, and so I've got. So maybe his defenses will be lowered around you, and then you'll strike at the end. And what happens at the end of Game of Thrones? Yeah, I go, I go. So um, bad news about you dying at the end of Game of Thrones, isn't it, mate? Yeah, yeah. And just leave it there, and just go. Oh, we've run out of time. Kit, have a great day. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> See what happens. Exactly. Do you I mean, know all the catchphrases? All the catchphrases. Jon Snow, you know nothing. Uh, yeah, winter's coming. Winter's, Win- coming, winter's yeah. been, mate. Winter's been. Yeah. It's springtime nearly. You can't. You should say that at the end. What? Spring is coming or something. Yeah, spring is coming. What's the name of his uh, He doesn't show? say that though, does he? He never Do you know says what? I know more about the mountain from Game of Thrones because I've been watching World's Strongest Man recently. He is on that, yeah. Yeah. He's on that. Thor Bjornsson. That's the one. Half Thor, if given his full like name. He's an Abba. Half Thor Julius Bjornsson. That's his full name. He could be an Abba. He's the world's strongest man. He I was it. playing secretly while Rob was telling me a story, playing Abba songs underneath. So we're going to get on with Take Eighty Seven now. At this point on the pilot podcast, thanks for coming along. And uh, sorry for the last ten minutes of ramblings, but uh, on with the show we Let's go. Let's do it. Uh, onto format, indeed. Onto format. Are you Two, first? I am. Okay. Two TV pilot episodes this week up against each other. Will either of them make the top fifty? We'll find out in the next half an hour. First up is my show, yeah. and my show is. Can we call it an institution? Almost. If you do it in that high voice, squeaky voice, then maybe. What, raising the end like an Australian? Can we call it an institution? 
Young dogs heard that last bit, okay, mate. Okay, We're doing Little Britain. <laughs> so we're doing what? What? I don't know. What we're doing? Little Britain. Yes. Little Britain. Can I just, before we start, I've never liked Little Britain. Have you never liked it? Never, ever liked I think it's it's for the lowest common denominator. The, the kind of British public who have no sense of humour. This is my view of it going, going into it. Mm-hmm. Because I ha- I've only I've barely watched it. I've watched episodes here and there. I know the characters because yep. people say it in the street and on other shows. Yep. And it's just annoying. I don't like David Williams, for a start. Because? He's annoying. Annoying face, just an, it's just annoying. Um, the other one, Matt Lucas. Matt Lucas, I don't mind. I don't mind. Okay. Um, I saw him in Les Mis, and he was great. All right. So I was going into the, into this with a lot of, I was very cautious. Yeah. But I didn't dislike this. Okay. I didn't dislike okay. it. Okay. It's better than I expected. All right. Good. Well, I'm pleased. Yeah. I'm pleased that it's, it's it's surprised you in a in a positive sense as yeah. opposed to a negative sense from that mm-hmm. point. Um, also worth mentioning at this point that the uh, I've actually watched two episodes for this uh, this week. We often do this actually Sli- <laughs> slightly by mistake. Uh, when I looked up uh, Little Britain uh, pilot episode or episode one, yeah, it threw up the first episode, which is available alongside all the others which on Netflix. Think, yeah, you think that was the right one? Episode one, and then I. For some reason, I don't know even know why I questioned it, mm-hmm. but I think I texted you and said, "Have you watched? Have you found episode one of Little Britain yet?" And I was like, "It's on Netflix, isn't it?" And you were like, "And I was well. like, ah, oh, okay, I've just watched it elsewhere." So I went on to Netflix, looked at episode one, and realised that I hadn't watched that. I'd watched something else. Yeah, turned out there were two. Or, or there was a episode prior to this, an actual proper pilot, yeah. like an episode zero, mm-hmm. as you'll often get them called. If you go on IMDb, you'll get episode 1.0 rather than 1.1. Yeah. So there are technically two pilots to this. Yeah. It was broadcast. The one that we've actually gone away to watch mm-hmm. was broadcast the week earlier. Right. And okay. then the one that's episode one on Netflix, for example, yeah. is known as episode one. But okay. that technically was the second one broadcast so okay. we are we are referring to an episode this afternoon this evening or whenever you're listening um that's not on netflix this yeah. was on i think daily motion daily motion is your place to go if you want yeah. anything that's not on netflix basically yeah, it's a good shout so um first thing to probably note is the the title sequence which goes straight into and is narrated by the wonderful tom baker yeah uh, the doctor of course and I can't help but describe a bit like this. BBC Three visuals with BBC One voiceover. Yeah, that's that's a great that's a great. If if that almost it. if that almost describes the show in a whole in a whole way, actually, it's a little bit BBC Three meeting BBC One. It's yeah, B, it's a BBC Three visuals, BBC One talent. Yeah, that's a good shout. Or it's, it's like a BBC Three show yeah. deliberately taking the mickey out of BBC One. Because things Matt Lucas and... Um, David Williams. They weren't... This was the, what made them big. Because before, mm. they, they did little things here. They did um, yep. that star thing. What was it called again? Oh. They pretended to be like steps and all that. Oh, God, yeah. What's that? Oh, yeah, that. Yeah, with Jamie Feakston, anyway. Yeah. yeah. And that was like reasonably um, like popular. But they're quite well-known... 
well, within a writing sense, for their written work, so what they'd done yeah. writing shows and things like that prior to this. And this was the first time we sort of really saw them in action, doing their thing yeah. in an acting sense. And Matt Lucas was obviously on Shooting Stars. Um, yes. Yeah. George well, Dawes. George Dawes. Or Scores on the Doors. George do Dawes. Oh, that's a great show. We should do that. Um, if you've not watched that show, that has just made you think I'm totally mental. If we did that, would you do that the whole time? Yes. Oh, God. Let's leave that to last then. Okay. <laughs> uh, so to give you an overview, if you've never watched Little Britain, never even heard of it, um, it is a little sketch show. Um, yeah. It's a sketch show of dozens of little little sort of skits from all sorts of walks of life. Well, the far show before it, basically. Yeah, actually, that's a yep. very good point. Yeah, it's like a far show. Um, probably worth mentioning this was broadcast on the 16th of September 2003, give mm. you a sort of time scale. So this is something that's uh, just gone 15 years old now. Yeah, I didn't realise that. Uh, there were four seasons of it, four, sorry, Paul, it's Paul, series, four series, uh, 23 episodes that ran through to 2006. Oh, wow. So there's only like six episodes. Yeah, quite short series. Oh, wow, okay. Um, and that's not including the one we're talking about Yeah, from the actual episode, the pilot episode. Yep. Um, but actually, it was, it's help, was helped us, uh, having watched both of them, episode one and episode zero, as it were, yep. um, is that you can see how some of the, some of the sketches in zero yep. were... Obviously, they cleared and they, they were they were favoured enough to put them into episode one as well. Yep. For example, uh, Davith, the only gay in the village, mm-hmm. uh, played by Matt Lucas, uh, appears in both the pilot we've watched and the one that's available on yes, Netflix and others. Yes. Um, however, the change in that sketch is the lady who plays the barmaid. Now, I don't know the lady who plays the barmaid in the one we're the reviewing. I can't remember, but if you watch the episode on episode one... Yeah. Um, it's Ruth Jones. From Gavin and Stacey, yeah. From Gavin and Stacey. Uh, long before Gavin and Stacey yeah. as well. that's the first time I ever saw her. And then I saw her in Saxon And she's obviously Dale. properly Welsh. So yeah. it's the only gay in the village in a town in Wales. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, it's nice because she just plays herself, yeah, yeah. really, in mm. a way. Um, and, and then we can tackle that sketch briefly if you want. Um, it's one of the most sort of famous ones. You know, I'm the only gay in the village. Good. Not good, bad. Good. That's Not pretty good. Yeah, I'm surprised it? by that. Um, so Matt Lucas is sat on a bar stool at the bar. He's ordered a Bacardi and Coke. Yeah. Um, and there's lots of other, you know, very country folk, country-like folk, farmers, people like that, dressed in the tweed and the and the trousers and the big welly boots, yeah. as you would be in rural Wales, mm-hmm. in a pub, having a bit of an afternoon pint um, on your break. So David, so David comes and dressed the same, is he? Uh, David is not quite dressed the same. No, right. he's wearing a... Um, very tight leather sleeveless vest wow. with a sort of spiky collared uh, thing and the shortest shorts known to man. It's just now, not practical in the countryside. If you've never looked at a picture of Matt Lucas, maybe worth Googling quickly now. Yeah, now imagine that in a leather vest and very short shorts. I'm trying to forget it. Note to self as well, actually, if you yeah. are only looking at Matt Lucas for the first time now in that outfit, mm-hmm. um, he does actually suffer from alopecia, so he mm-hmm. actually doesn't have any hair or eyebrows. Is uh, he... That's genuine. Um, that's yeah. Matt Lucas's. Yeah, he's thing. very pale as well. Is is, is he? Kind of I don't think. No, 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 okay. no. I think, but I think it doesn't probably help that because he has alopecia. I think he has to be quite careful of UVA, right, 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 and right. UVB and things like that. So I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, trying, okay. I'm surmising here, but yeah. I know he actually suffers from alopecia. Yeah. Um, so I guess in a way, naturally, what has probably been a bit of a curse as a child 
has given him something very useful as a comic yeah. going forward. Uh, he has a very unusual look about him, he very does, distinguished. Yeah. Um, so that look is partly natural and partly obviously put on for the character. He also has just a, I think he has quite a likeable face. Like a real, yes. like, whereas David Walliams has a punchable face. Yeah. Matt Lucas is just, he but, just seems but, like a good guy. Yeah, but if you notice how actually, if you look at all the sketches they do in the show, Matt Lucas is quite likeable in any character he plays. Yeah. Even the ones that are a little bit like fat fighters. We can talk about that in a second. <laughs> but David Williams, all the characters he plays are annoying as anything. Yeah. And, I, and I think partly it's because he's played so many characters that are dislikable. Yeah, yeah. Or at least annoying. Mm-hmm. That actually you become associated with that person. It's a dangerous True, game to play. Yeah, yeah. It's, a game, it's a dangerous game to play. Mm-hmm. You know, if you play the same sort of character over and over again, it's a bit like um, Jason Statham playing a nursery teacher. It just wouldn't work. Let's look at um, no. Arnie when he was in uh, Kindergarten, Kindergarten Cop. Cop. It's not a tumor. It's not a tumor. Get on the chopper. It, you know what I mean? It's that some people just can't play stuff outside of a certain genre. Once it's you... not a tumour. <laughs> you sounded like... You didn't sound like Arnie at that it point. Sound like... you said, oh, God, who did you sound like then? You almost sounded like a soprano. <laughs> <laughs> you almost did. No, no, you sounded like um, Chris from Sopranos. Okay, excellent. <clears throat> that, that can be my... Uh... That's a really weird reference. We've <laughs> yeah. done that, by the way, Sopranos, back in, the, uh, back in 2018. Anyway... Um, so let's do Fat Fighters. Let's mention that because yep. there's lots of sketches and we won't get through them all. But uh, can you do the can you do the do an impression? Okay, everybody, here's Fat Fighters and uh, welcome along. Uh, we've got a new member today. His name is Christopher. Um, uh, I mean, can you Not try bad. and do it in a, in a different voice though than your normal one? Oh, sorry, you want me to actually do a voice? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, again, into that one again. But what, what it is is I think I guess they 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 they're tackling social circles. Yeah. that we can all relate to in some way. Or if not, you can't relate to some, you'll relate to others. So if you've ever been on a, a diet or you've been to a, a diet group like Slimming World, Weight Watchers, so on and so forth, mm-hmm. this concept of having someone tell you what you can and can't eat and weighing you will be very familiar. Yeah, And I guess in a way there's they're playing on that recognisable situation. But they're also also testing your social acceptability of what you can and can't say to each other. Yeah. I think there's a part of this that's incredibly clever in testing your moral compass. Yeah. And then there's other parts of it that are just stupid. I, I think the, cle- the the cleverness about this show and why it's so popular is, like, far show, none of them are connected. No. But with this, it's connected because it takes you all over the UK. And the voice yep. server goes, now we go over to South Wales where Dapid is blah, 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 blah. So it's it's like... It's like a documentary. Yeah, exactly. It is like a documentary where Tom Baker, is it Colin Baker? Tom. Tom Baker, he is the the, the David Attenborough of it. (laughs) And these people in Britain, us, we are the animals to to look at and to study. And all of these weird, disparate characters are just there for our entertainment, like a documentary. But they're going just about their normal lives. Slight tangent, and I'll explain why in a second. Do you ever remember watching the educational videos in school, like about science and then the history ones and things like that? Childbirth. Did you you ever see the Look Around You series that the BBC made? I did. A spoof series about the shows that the government made for teaching kids in school. I did, yeah. Um, This is, in my mind, Matt Lucas and David Walliams' public information film... (laughs) For the rest of the world. That's a good way so to So if, yeah. if nobody's ever seen or been to Britain and doesn't know what it's like, 
Oh, we're gonna make you. We're gonna make you a, a, a little film here. Yeah. With some uh, little insights into what it's like to actually be in Britain now. Uh, to throw back quickly to the opening t- title sequence and the difference between episode zero and episode one. Mm-hmm. In episode one, the titles have been really rewritten. Yeah. And reworked, and they're really flick like slick. Yeah, they're they really are. nice. There's there's a slickness as well to the titles in episode zero, the yeah. one we're actually sort of reviewing. But there's a ridiculousness to them that's a bit too soon. And I don't mind it. I'm I'm all for it. Yeah. But I think that's why they rewrote it. They should have been more straight. He goes, welcome to Great Britain. Population, one millions. <laughs> um, and I think it's like shoe size, 35. <laughs> and, and, and it's like a bit of random information. And it's, sort of, it's a bit too silly, a bit too soon. Right, okay. What they needed to do and what they did, I think, better in episode one. Yeah. Is that they said, welcome to Great Britain. Uh, and then they kind of commentated more on bits rather than just being random. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And allowed the sketches to be the silliness. Mm-hmm. Uh, whilst Tom definitely has humorous moments throughout the thing narrating it. Because uh-huh. um, I think he makes comment right at the end, doesn't he? He goes, oh, look at all those wonderful people who've made this television program for you. They say, oh, look, there's my name. Quick, there it is. <laughs> um, so it's, it's quite nice. There's some like nice light moments to it. But there are also some incredibly silly yeah moments there's funny bits for me there's silly bits and then there's stupid bits do you find stupid it funny is too far do you actually find yes. it funny like for instance like uh vicky pollard yeah not to me not funny no not funny but david williams as the judge is funny it's the exasperation <laughs> maybe it's not the vicky bit that's funny yeah it's the other bit that's funny I, it sometimes so okay, so to um, this is the Scottish hotel. Yeah, yeah. For the chef. Yeah. He goes. Hey. <laughs> he goes. Have you ever heard of a thing called butter? Yeah. I I I don't know why. I don't know why, but I found. It's funny that when you do it. To be honest, absolutely hilarious. Yeah. He goes. Yes. He goes. Um, yeah, we're just wondering if we could uh, find out how if we could get your recipe for the soup. You'd like to know my recipe, would you? <laughs> My secret recipe. Have you ever heard of the thing called butter? And he rolls the R's in every possible word. <laughs> and I don't know why. There's just a silliness about it. Yeah, yeah. And I love silly. I don't mind stupid every now and then, but there's a limit to it. Yeah. And at times there's a bit too much stupid in this. And it loses. I don't know. I, I feel like... I mean, and again, this is a pilot episode, so maybe it gets a it gets a, a pass. But every episode afterwards, just the same jokes over and over again. I know repetition yeah. is kind of what comedy is about, but I but just think that, it's does that repetition lazy. Uh, does that repetition enable people then to be able to quote it in everyday life, like you say, and thus it's it's there forever? I mean, okay, so so I'll tell you what sketches I I, I thought were brilliant. Go and what so. I didn't wait. First of all, I didn't like the "I'm a lady" stuff. I didn't. But I like Matt Lucas's character in the. Yeah, all right, mate. All right, yeah. Well, the, I mean, like, the, right, the yeah. gents' joint rooms are there. Yeah, the guy with the tash. Um, <clears throat> one of the ones I really actually did like, and I thought was really good, was the the one with the toy shop. Like, yeah, that was very good. When yeah, Margaret. That scene that went Ma- on that went on about thirty se- twenty seconds too long. I like that though the, the the cringy awkwardness of that, and it's like um, so. And then the, the last gag of that when David said, "Oh, oh wait. wait, yeah, that was brilliant." Yeah, 
that's good. That was a that was a well written. That could be, that's a classic. Yeah, and that could be that could have been in a Morgan and Wise special. That could have been in a any that that could be a like a not the nine, nine o'clock news like, like Rowan Atkinson type thing as well. So that was good, and that'll stand up for me. That's my kind of comedy. Like, yeah. Um, but I just feel like this kind of slapstick boring. Like the the worst one of all. The worst one of all is the Prime Minister one with the, with the with the gay aid. Yeah. I think it's. It's not even offensive. It's not. It's just stupid, and then it's just it plays on the on the kind of facts that people are um, homophobic. So they'll find this. Oh, isn't this like really um, crazy that a guy likes another guy? I just, I just not for me. Okay, that's fine. Not for me. I I kind of agree with that one. I didn't yeah. find that particularly funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I found that just a bit stupid. Yeah. Um, and again, like I don't want to knock stupid because sometimes stupid is great. Yeah. But I, I prefer silly rather than stupid. I don't mind silly. You're right, yeah. Um, the fat fighting thing. Um, mm. it, yeah, it arms Nars. I actually think in the in the episode zero, yeah. I think it's not very good. Mm-hmm. I think in episode one, yeah. I think it's much better. Yeah, maybe. Like, they, it's like they just needed to tweak. And, and unfortunately, we're, we're talking about episode zero here. Yeah, we're we talking about, to, the, about the, pilot, the pilot, the very first one that was broadcast. And for me, the fat fighting one doesn't work. The swimming pool one, I almost found funnier with the I'm a lady swimming pool changing room skag than when Andy jumps off the top diving board in episode one. Yeah. When he's trying to get the assistance of the lifeguards. <laughs> and you can see the lifeguard is trying so desperately not yeah. to burst out laughing when Matt Lucas climbs up the steps to the top yeah. diving board. That's one of the bombs. most famous sketches, isn't it? Like, yeah. Very well done, but. Brilliant. The Dennis Waterman sketches I don't get. The hypnotist in the restaurant. <laughs> Was I didn't mind the the, Dan- was, the Dennis Waterman one to be honest. I didn't mind that at all, just because it's so random. It is so random. It it just didn't. I don't know. Maybe it did work. Maybe, I don't know. Um, the hypnotist in the restaurant I thought was very clever, but mm. also a little bit. I'm not into that one. The I like the idea. I don't think it was executed properly. Mm. I think it could have been done better. The thing about like this and and sketch show. Oh, sorry, in general, and the hypnotist one. Sorry, is from episode one, not episode zero. Yeah, so yeah. apologies, but the thing about this show in general is it's like a scattergun approach. It's throwing a lot of s at the wall and yeah. see what sticks, and maybe only a couple of nuggets stick. Yeah, the rest slides off the wall. Sometimes, if you if you get fifty percent, you you're winning. But yeah, I struggled. With, I don't think everything works, and I think I'd rather I'd rather have seen an a Monty Python style um, yeah. sort of have sketch you done show. Monty Python. Yeah, we have. Oh, good. Okay. Cool. Yeah, the best joke, the f- funniest joke in the world. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We did that quite early on. We right? did. It was yeah. quite a long time ago, but we gave that quite a good score. Um, so, like, I'd rather have seen a longer um, sketch for, let's say, Dennis Waterman. That could have been better. A lot, a little bit longer. <laughs> so, take a little bit more time with that. Um, I think they get eventually the fat fighting thing right in episode one, but for zero they certainly don't. So I'll just scrap that. Yep. Scottish hotel restaurant soup a soup thing. You enjoyed that. I love that. I thought that was brilliant, and I thought you could definitely keep that going, like the way that Monty Python doing like a longer sketch, yeah, like drawn yeah, yeah. out or come okay, back yeah. to. Yeah, I can see um, that. A swimming pool one, I thought was excellent. The, yeah. the, the the reception thing, I just think that works better than say, like the other. I'm a lady in. In the actual episode one, yeah, yeah. doesn't work as well for me. Okay. Uh, the Vicky Pollard thing is better in 
episode one than it is in zero. Okay. They just suss it out a bit better. I can't remember any of episode one. Um, and there is a sketch in episode one. Yeah. Which I'm talking uh, about episode one quite a lot. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, but no, I think it, I found it really interesting to compare the two. Right, right, right. Because what is supposedly the pilot for yeah. people now watching it is not the pilot. You have to go back it's and watch weird the original. Netflix don't have it. Mm. You'd think they'd have the pilot as well. Yeah, there's a, there's a certain sketch in the episode in episode one which I felt was so uncomfortable watching. Okay, um, I can't even bring myself to say what it's about. So okay, so don't. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. It's it's so awkward, but mm-hmm. I do like it. I only like it though. I don't love it. Yeah, I don't mind it. And to be honest, I'd rather watch this than watch a car crash. Say so. I'd rather watch Little Britain than watch your one again. I'm going to tell you that right Interesting. now. Interesting. Okay. Um, so I think on that note, we'll move on from mine. So Little yep. Britain will give a score to in a shortly. In a little while. So I'm feeling <sighs> that Mr. Jelly isn't going to like this one. So this next show is one where... Did, did you know about Jam before I told you about it? Yeah. Okay. I, I I don't think I'd ever watched it before, okay. but I certainly knew about it. Yeah. So what it is about, it's, uh, it was originally a, a Radio 1 uh, sketch show on the, on the radio, so just audio. Um, and that's why the music co- co- plays quite a big part of it, the ambient music to put you into this weird mood. Do you want the mood. You want, sorry? Do you want the title music? What's it called? I don't know. Do you want some? Let's stick it on. When dancing, lost in techno trance, arms flailing gawky bears, then find you snagged on frowns and slowly dawns you're jazzing to the bleak tone of a life support machine that marks the steady fading of your day old baby daughter just weird weirdness that is the word for this whole flipping thing in um, so yeah, this is Chris Morris, and you might know him from uh, the Day to Day and, and the Partridges and that, and from um, other stuff. He's done, done quite a lot of radio stuff before he moved into the TV world. Um, but yeah, Jam. It was first broadcast on Channel Four, but uh, on the 23rd of March 2000, and it lasted till the 27th of April 2000. Um, and you may know it as Blue Jam. It's also known as Blue Jam. So there's a the same radio- show though, isn't it? Yeah. Well, the, yeah. Blue Jam is the radio show. And then Jam is the um, a TV show. There is also a third one, and it's called Jam. <laughs> so if you've got the DVD, and I bought, when I when the DVD first came out, I bought it, of and the did. DVD has Jam, and then it has Jam. And do you know what it is? It's the whole series slowed down a little bit with like oh, you are kidding me! With like l- with louder music, more more kind of like crazy music. So it's, and everything's like in slow motion. And yeah, it's you've the- probably noticed that this episode has come with an E attached to it uh, for explicit, and you're thinking, well, you, you've not said anything yet. This episode, of- do you know what the second thing says on my notepad? Tell me. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what uh, the hell have you made me watch? This is the <laughs> weirdest fucking shit I've ever seen oh my in my God. life. I've never seen Rob Jelly go this crazy before. <laughs> It's good. What have you? What is going on? So, so it's basically a sketch comedy, just like Little Britain. No, it's not. Just like Little Britain. It's nothing like Little Britain. But it takes characters and it kind of like, kind of shows you what it would be like if these characters were just 
the worst, worst, ex, just ex, a weird version of humanity, basically. Um, so how how these kind of manifest is you see like a, a normal situation, um, but then it makes it not only awkward, but also makes it scary and horrific for no reason, out of nowhere. And I think that's the beauty of this. Chris Morris has the ability to take the strange and, and the mundane and make them something horrific. So this is, all, this is a comedy show. Why? Well, because he wants to do something different and show you something oh, different. Oh, yeah, that's different, but there's a reason why it yeah. hasn't been done before. Well, well, you've got some comedy superstars in this. I know you in- have. Include like, Julia Davis, isn't it? Kevin Eldon, and, and your guy, Mark Heap. I know. Um, I'm aware of this. So, obviously, just before Jam, there was Brass Eye, which ch- Channel 4 ratings mega hit in the day-to-day. Um, and this is just the, the next... It's like when a Pokemon evolves, it evolves into something else. Something a bit more, like... Mature, I'd, I'd say. And this is a mature version of everything that's come before. God, um, I'm not watching that. <laughs> so, so what you see, so let me let, let us just, if you haven't seen Jam before, pl- I'd really recommend you good do. Luck, good luck, Jed Shepard, over to you. <laughs> so, so let me just describe some, uh, some of the sketches. Um, so one of the sketches is uh, about, for instance, Ro- Robert Kilroy Silk running around naked around a, um, like a mall, it seems. Um, and it just loses his mind. And you just follow the CCTV of Robert Kilroy Silk running around. What was the um, uh, show? Oh, late 90s, early 2000s. Ta- uh, with Kilroy. Uh, it's called Kilroy. No. Something TV. T- um, Takeover TV? No. Oh, God. What's it? You'll say it in a second. I'll know. Is it a yes. Um, Absolutely no idea. It's basically like people are doing social, social pranks. Um. Oh, oh Channel 4. Yeah. Um, you, Something TV. With Dom Jolly. Yes. Yeah, yeah. John, yeah, Dom, I know. That one. About. Yeah. It's, it, that, this particular sketch with him running around naked in the supermarket, it just yeah. felt like that, but it felt like a really inappropriate version. Like, they hadn't asked the super, like, shopping yeah. centre permission to film. They just went in there and did it. Yeah. And got genuine reaction off people. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's what I love. It, it, it does stuff other people don't do. One of my favourite sketches... Because it's illegal! <laughs> one of my favourite sketches from this, and I think I gave you the heads up on it, is the Kevin Eldon one, where he's describing him taking his car in, into the garage... And then him getting the car back, and it's like a third of the size. And he's like, what have we done to my car? Oh, now that, right. <laughs> that, to, 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 I guess a little bit backtracking. There right. were three moments okay. that I enjoyed in this. Right. That is one of them. Okay, let me describe what happens. Because this, this is the kind of stuff that's in this. He's walking down the road, speaking to camera, and he's like, oh, "Like, I took my car into the garage um, and like to get it fixed, or whatever." Came back it was a third of the size, and I said to the guys, "What have you done? My my car's like small now. What have you done?" And they're like, "Nah, mate, this is that's how it was when, when you brought it in." I was like, what, "What are you talking about? It's like you can't. Fit, it's like a child size car. I can't get in anymore. It's really small. It's like a third of the size." Like, "Nah, mate, this is how it is." And then, "What are you talking about? My car's small now." And they're like, well, you just going to have to... Do you want it or do you not want it? Like, well, yeah, I want it. It's my car, but it's small. Like, no. And then he describes how he gets in, in it and his like, arms are sticking out the windows and his legs are up, up by his... Who do you think I am? Fucking Noddy. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that word. And then it, was, it slows it down. Yeah. Fucking Noddy. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant sketch. Now, if they'd all have been like that... And there's ambient music behind... Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. 
then I could have got into this more. But that was the that was the that was a moment when I genuinely laughed. <laughs> exactly. That. And then it went weird again. And then there was a very short little sketch. Right. Very short one, but actually probably my favourite moment of the whole thing. Okay. Because it was about 15 seconds long. What was that? It was when the two guys were in the restaurant. Yeah. And the waiter brings over the tray of poppadoms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the guy on the right of the shop just puts his hand in the middle and just cracks them all down the middle, like <laughs> breaks them up. And the other guy just calmly, coolly stands up, pulls his chair out of the way, throws the table and just pommels him into the ground. And I was like, that is just... That's funny because that's like the, the whole rule of social etiquette of like you know eating at a public restaurant with friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there are sort of that, some things you just don't do, and that is one of them. I, I found that very funny. I also thought like, and it wasn't weird. It was actually something I could really yeah. relate to. But but they do like they take horrific things and they find the comedy in it. Like for for instance, there's one, and this is a horrific situation by the way, and this is no laughing matter usually, but it gets you, it makes it, it almost dares you to laugh at this. That one where it's the, the mum and the dad. And oh God, no, this is so wrong. And they, and the, it's so wrong, mate. And they're sitting at a table. It's so wrong. Okay. It's too far. There's a line and it crosses it. And their friends then, they're like, like we've got, I can't remember the kid's name, it's like Tim. We've got uh, something, we've got to tell you about Tim. And the guy's like, what's wrong you're his godfather so we thought maybe you can help he's like okay um like they've like they've they've taken timmy and um so like i've so i've kind of taken his place what do you mean taking his place like taking taking his place and they they do things to me and you just it just escalates and escalates and then and this is the dad saying this and then the mum's like well yeah some i i take over from him as well you're like, what is going on? It's like, like we've had enough. We're really tired. Can can you take over? And the and the guy's like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's just, what is this sketch? But it's so dark, so creepy. They don't go into. Well, they do go. No, into they do. Do they? they? Yeah, yeah, and I noticed, yeah. I noticed that you couldn't even bring yourself to say no, those things I'm out not, loud. I'm not going to. Uh, it's dark, and it's it just puts you into a mindset. Like, am I on the dark web right now? Um, Mate, it's so weird, and yeah. it's and it's. As I said, like, you know, going back to the Little Britain thing, I don't mind silly. I don't even mind weird. But stupid and just wrong, I just can't... It's, it isn't stupid, though. I think it it's is real high-concept it's, it's comedy. No, it's it's not clever enough to that. It, well, no, sorry. That's a disservice to it. And it's not having a go at Chris, because I think this is actually too smart. Yeah. I think it's too smart. And and I don't know, maybe, maybe it's timing. I mean, this was aired in 2000. Yeah. So this is like 19 years ago, near enough okay. now. Well, what about this sketch? Okay, this is a sketch where there's, a, there's an agency that employs stupid people to do things that only stupid people can do. So there's... Um, parking, the parking thing. Yeah, so... Now that I found funny. Yeah, they employ a, a stupid lady to go and pick up a car for someone, who, and the car, you have to pay a fine. So the been clamped like, and towed away because yeah. it's been parked illegally, sort of thing. So the woman turns up the, at the equivalent of the uh, DVLA, and is like, I, I need to pick up a car for Mr. Blah, blah, blah. It's not my car. And uh, they're like, okay, well, you got to pay a fine. It's like, I'm like, like, the guy's paid 12 grand for this car already. Like, I'm not going to pay another 300 quid. It's like, yeah, but like, it's a, it's a fine for the car. Yeah, but he, he he's already paid 12,000 pounds for this, like, for this car. Yeah. He's saying that he has to pay again. Um, and like, you can't argue, you can't, you can't argue with crazy or stupid people. You can't argue with them. And this, even though it's a sketch, you think, this is brilliant. It's yeah, someone should do a, this. And there's a logic. The thing is yeah. that there's a cleverness in this, and that there's a logic in the argument that they 
put across from stupid person's yeah. point of view. So they get away with it that, and give her the car. <laughs> and that she's relentlessly just saying, but I don't understand. I mean, so you want me... You took the car away and you want me to pay you for doing it. Yeah. We've already paid £12,000 for the car in the first place. I mean, that makes no sense. And like stupid people do, they they try and make you think you're stupid. They're like, like it's paid 12000 for this already. Um yeah, just stuff like that. And the the one sketch that like I remember from from like time that always plays in my mind is the one where um um it's just a guy it's like a ten minute monologue of Chris Morris himself, kind of half in shadow, just speaking to the camera like yeah, and I I looked out the window and I saw a guy climb up to the the first floor of a building and jump and like I could hear the crack of his bones and he he crawled off the floor and went back up the up steps and crawled to the first floor again and and jumped off and. Suddenly, a crowd gathered, and they watched this guy go crawl, pull himself up to the first floor, and throw himself off. And you know, I, I watched in amazement. And why would a guy do this, etc., etc. And it turns out the guy wants to commit suicide, uh, but wanted to maybe if he wasn't really into it, uh, wanted to, and wanted to change his mind. He didn't want to go up to the fortieth floor and jump because yeah, he may change his mind. So he wants to do multiple first floor jumps. Um, to um, to make sure he could change his mind at, at some point, and I think even though that's macabre, I think it's funny and the way how it's played straight, and they do a thing with time in Jam as well where they slow time down a lot. Oh, yeah, like that's that scene that sketch with the doctor, when the woman comes in is like, doctor, they have something's wrong, and the doctor goes, okay, let me just test your reflexes or something, and then she's like, doctor, that's your leg, and he's like, yeah, I know, it's really special. Yeah. Can, can you leave? Can you leave me alone now? And he's just like there, rubbing his leg. Brilliant, and it's all it's slow not, motion. It's not. It's it, brilliant. It, it's mate. not brilliant. It's, 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 it's. It makes no sense. Why? Why does comedy have to make sense? Because if I don't understand it, I'm not sure where I'm supposed to be amused, terrified, scared. I. I spend, do you understand I, magnets? Yeah, of course I do. How? Why? How do they stick together? Oh, I'm not getting into this now, mate. Come on. Really? Yeah. You want a science lesson on magnets? How, how do magnets work? But you believe you believe you believe magnets exist. I know magnets exist. I have them on my fridge. Exactly. So th- they work. So why does something else you can't understand not work? Because I understand magnets. I don't understand this. Do you actually understand magnets and well, how yeah, they? Of course, it's an imbalance of electrons. Is that right? Yeah, of course, it is. I don't, I'm not sure about that. And that's why they repel or attract another material. I'm not sure about that. I think you'll find it is. I'm not sure about that. You should have paid attention to physics. <laughs> I don't know. For me, there was only such brief moments when I, I got it. Yeah. I couldn't enjoy it because I didn't understand it. Okay. I, that, and that's just, I think that's the overall the sort of statement of, of my review for the whole thing is I couldn't understand it. And I like to think, you know, it's not trying to be stupid now, blow trumpets. Yeah. I'd like to think I'm intelligent enough to get stuff that's highbrow... Or very, very, very smart sort of comedy. Yeah. You know, as much as I get the really silly stuff as well. Yeah. I think I'm smart enough to get something when it's being very, very clever. Mm-hmm. Some of this, whilst it was clever and I could see it, I was like, no, it's just not funny. Can, like, I, can I just add that? This did start, did start off as a BBC radio show. So. What do you want? A medal? Chin out? I just want to know, like. Don't make no difference. Okay. It doesn't okay. make any difference. Right, okay. Um, so, yeah. Well, actually, do you know what? I think it might, and it only might, because I haven't listened, it might have made more sense as a radio show. 
Okay. Because the whole creepy sound effects, the slowing down of the audio, yeah. all that sort of stuff seemed... I don't know. That at least, if you're only listening, you're you're doing so to create a certain feeling, a certain atmosphere in the in the so in this, the theatre of the mind. Yeah. Whereas you put visuals with it. So if you want to slow it down, just slow it down visually. So this is interesting. This is like because quite often recently we've agreed on on most things. I think we're going to like severely disagree with both of these shows. Where I think this yeah. is by far superior to Little Britain. Little Britain is the equivalent of uh, a chicken shop. Jam is the equivalent of an expensive chicken shop. <laughs> Such a dick. I know. Got an English degree and everything. Um, <laughs> I want to be a superstar writer. So, we have this imbalance between us of what scores we're going to give this. Let's, let's, should we go down the list of uh, the commandments for both shows? Because we didn't do... Um, do you want to do the commandments... One show at a time, or do you want to do commandments of each? Let's right. do them both together. Okay, might be interesting. So, commandment number one: yep. Do you want to watch episode two for Little Britain? No, for Jam. Honestly, not immediately. No, I don't. I don't have to. I'm saying no to both. Okay. Um, does it have a memorable memorable theme tune? Little Britain, yes for me. I, th- I think um, Jam does as well. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. I couldn't tell you what it was. It's like the ambient sound in the welcome in jam. Welcome jam. Mm, okay. I'm not going to give you that. You, right, you want to give it a point, that's fine. Um, does it introduce you to a new character or journey? Little Britain? Many. Yeah, I think so. Many, but... And like, no. Well, it's not, it's, not, it's not confused. Two questions, two, two points here together. Does it introduce you to new characters? Yes. Yeah. Jam? Yeah. Are they recurring? I know that they're not. Difficult to kind of judge. Yeah, it okay. Shows. Um, would you pause for a pee, Little Britain? No. no. Jam? No. no. <laughs> Do you feel emotionally connected, love or hate, with one or more of the characters? No. Little for... Britain? No. No. Chris Morris's Jam? No. No. Would you recommend it, Little Britain? No. Yes. Okay. Jam, hundred and fifty percent. Yeah, of course what? I would. Why would you? It. I think it's real c- cerebral comedy. Comedy. I'd use it as a torture. Well, that's Little Britain to me. Okay. I'm a lady. Oh, just f yeah, off, mate. Yeah, it is rubbish. That is. That is. It's rubbish. That is rubbish. Yeah. Um, is there a mic drop? No. Nope. And even, no. no. Um, does it defy expectations, Little Britain? Do you know what? It was actually better. I, I thought it was going to be one of the worst scored ones, and it's not going to be one of the worst scored ones. Um, yeah, I, I think that because of the preconception of like the, as you say, the catchphrases that people have that yeah. still use today, uh, fifteen plus years on. Yeah, it was better than I and thought. There, it was. There's bits of it that I didn't even wasn't even aware of, and actually I enjoyed like the toy shop sketch, for example. Yeah, yeah. they were actually quite good. Uh, Jam. Does it defy expectations? I mean, yeah, it does. It's weirder <laughs> than anything I've ever imagined. I still love it. And I had last, yeah. I'll tell you about something. Last night, I had a dream I bought a house in okay. Halstead. I've never been to Halstead. Do you think that's jam that's done that to your brain? I think jam has ruined my brain. <laughs> where is Halstead? It's North Essex. Right, okay. But I don't bloody know where it is. Does, does, does your radio show broadcast there? Yes. You should go there. You should move there. 
It's a long way I think away. You have to now, mate. I think it's a long way away. Um, has it aged well, Little Britain? No, I would say no. It hasn't. I think it's no. It's ho- I think partly, it's homophobic big bits. There's it, some it, stuff has definitely not aged well at all. Vicky Pollard things. I think it's offensive. Um, I think it. It kind of. It's all mainly about, no. Mainly it hasn't aged well. I don't think so. Jam. Jam. I think it's timeless. Because it's so weird. Yeah, I mean, I'll, it, it could, I'll, I'll give you that. That could be from the 1920s or from the 2050s. I'll, I'll give you that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it is from the future, to be honest with you. <laughs> I think it doesn't exist yet, and we may have actually tripped tri- through time. Uh, is the hype real? Not really for Little Britain. I think it's it's not. it doesn't live up to the it's deteriorated. Hype. But do you remember when you go into Clinton Cards, everything would be Vicky yeah. Pollard, and it's just like, go away. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, and him, yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> really, my one. That one. At Jam, is the hype real? I mean, I don't know the hype for it, but... I think there are, there are communities out there that still absolutely love it. And watching it again, I, I enjoyed it just as much as I did the All first right. time I watched it. Enough. Enough. Okay. My brain can't handle it anymore. Score times. All right. We're doing L- yours first. Yeah, Little Britain first. Yep. Um, I'm going to be more generous than you are for sure. For but sure. I'm only going to give it a five. Oh, I've got to be honest with myself. I was going to give it a five as well. Were you? Okay. Yeah. So ten. I'm not going to change it. All right. Do we want to explain? No, we don't explain it. Just, no. just, just get it's on a with five, it. Yeah. So jam for me. Uh, yeah. Go on then. You think this is genius? So I do think it's genius, but I'm going to be honest. It's not the best episode of Jam I've ever seen. Um, I think there's some iconic things in there. I'm going to give it an eight. <clears throat> okay. It's getting a two from me. You kidding me? No, I'm not. I wrote two down there, look. Okay. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I you just this. couldn't get it. So that's a ten. Both got ten. That's well that's definitely not made the top fifty, mate. It's very near the bottom, pal. Wowzers. In fact Wowzers. Um, it's going down there. So the only things we've rated lower than that are Dad's Army. And remember, please, we're only talking pilot, pilot episodes, episodes, so we appreciate the Dad's Army as an institution, and I'm sure it gets better, but the first pilot episode is trash. not great. Quantum Leap, Primeval, Peep Show, interestingly. Yeah. Um, Snatch. <laughs> Snatch was just <laughs> the worst. Uh, no, it wasn't. The Big Bang Theory was the worst. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is the worst, <laughs> yeah. What, what was that score, Big Bang Theory? Five. We gave it, so some, one of us gave it more than two, right? I think I gave it three. Okay, Jesus. I think I might have been ill that week. <laughs> I think I might have made a mistake. That was so um, that was not a great week. Um, all right, but Little Britain and Jam, they're all done. They're done. Cool, done. They've been marked off the list. They've been officially scored and placed into our league table. What do we do next week, though? I don't flipping know after that. And if I this mean, is the anything, first time you've listened, anything, then we need to pick one for next week. Right. Uh, You're I'm, first. I'm first. Okay. Yeah. So I was... I have a show in my mind. Go on. Um, and I think you will enjoy it. Oh, it is God. on Netflix. Okay. Which just makes it easy for everyone. It's an animation. Okay. So it's a short one. Super. And it's called Robotech. Right. And the reason why Quick I'm picking it... Explanation of what it's about. Uh, Robotech is about... Uh, think... Star Wars, a group of pilots have to fight in space, potentially against big robots and stuff. Um, there's robots in it, there's fighting, there's um, 
it's like an Air Force, Space Force type type thing. And the reason why I pick it is because they are making it into a big budget Hollywood movie. Wow. Okay. Um, and it is going to be <clears throat> massive. So before All that comes right. out, we should do the TV show. Okay. So Protectors of Earth, perhaps? Protectors, so, something yeah, like that? Yeah, essentially. That's what it is. Something like that. Um, oh, crikey. Okay. Do we go something futuristic, spacey like that? Or go for something a little bit more... Earthy. Earthy. Um, now we quickly so spy down a list of suggestions we've had. It'd be good if you, if you could go a bit spacey, maybe. I mean, I'll try to, if I can think of something. It's... Maybe an animation. Do we, we don't necessarily well, have to do animation against no. animation, but... I mean, uh, immediately, the first thing that springs to mind, and maybe you can... Transformers? That's great, yeah. That's going mean, to be we, interesting. We were talking about actually. putting that against Tom's suggestion, though, of Zagaru, whatever the little thing is called. That's fine. We can, we can think of another one for that because he has to come up with the next one. Thomas, that's that's on you now. Okay. That. Um, all right, then, yeah. Um, Robotech versus Transformers. Good God, what the wow. heck is going thing on in this podcast? The trans- I think Transformers movie is the pilot episode. The animated movie from like eighty four. Well, do you I want to watch that, or do you want to watch the first? I mean, that was the first televised bit uh, of yeah. Transformers. We have to watch it. We have to watch it, and the it's first good. televised. It's good. I had it on VHS. Transformers. Okay. Robots in disguise. All right, Robotech versus Transformers. Excellent. Well, it's going to be a very geeky next week. It will be. Oh yeah, if you want to tweet us your suggestions, yeah. uh, it's probably the best way of getting your suggestions across to us. Jed, yes. what are you? Um, I am a human being, and you can find me on Twitter at Jed Shepherd. J E D S H E P H E R D. It really weirds me out when I do that because that's your text alert when you text me. <laughs> I just feel like you've texted me now. Uh, I'm at the Jellyman. That's T H double E Jellyman. Yeah. Uh, so suggestions are very welcome for shows to watch. Uh, we did that live at Comic Con. In front of loads of kids. We did. And they must have just thinking, who are these guys? These weirdos. Who are these? I've never seen these guys before. Why are they singing? Their own Twitter handles. Yeah, and you dancing. Yes, I was. It's 10 a.m. Awkward. So, 88 next week, and it is wow. Robotech versus Transformers. That just leaves me to say, see you later, alligator. In a while, crocodile. That's the Transformers noise. Oh, I thought you were still on jam again. <laughs> I was about to punch you in the face. (laughs) 